Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we're going to talk a little bit about a possible uh, casting thing that's happening for Reed Richards. Maybe? Maybe? <laughs> and plus lots of your feedback. And some updates on the Jonathan Major situation. All that right off this ad we have no control over. <laughs> Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Ashley Coffin. Asho. Hey. How you doing, my friend? <laughs> What's going on? I'm good. I've had a I've had a fun couple of weeks. Just been busy doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just a couple episodes, but uh, I'm back. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad you're back. You had you had a good uh, you seem to have like a good trip there in the middle. Got out, yeah, got out and did uh, some things. I went things. to Arizona. Been went to three drag shows this week. Go out and support your local drag queens. Yeah. Um yeah, it's just been it's just been, you know, having some fun. That's awesome. I love it. I love it. I've uh I've done nothing but work. Um work and try to buy a house. <laughs> um which is exciting but nerve-wracking. So freaking nerve-wracking. I'm scared to it's death. It's so scary. It's so scary cuz from a person that's like like okay, let's put my life savings into one thing that I can live in, but like if if the market turns or this happens or that happens, I'm just I'm I'm so excited and so nervous. Um. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's most people when it comes to something like this. It's a life changing event. Yeah, it is. Oh man, I have to give a shout out to uh, a fellow who, if he's listening, hello Jeremiah. Uh, th- he he made me feel more like a celebrity. Than I've ever felt in my life, <laughs> ever in my life. Um, I, I don't, I've never felt like a celebrity ever. Um, but uh, Jeremiah did it. Uh, we were, me and Dave Robertson of the DC on Screen podcast, were sitting at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings this week, having a, uh, um, having a conversation about um, uh, the podcasting, just like doing podcasting and like what it's just talking, just talking about podcasting. And it's one of us said the word stranded panda. And he and a waiter was passing by and went, did you just say stranded panda? And like, he's like, you, you, what, what do you, what do you know about that? And he, and he, and, he, and I guess he, he's a listener. Um, and he was, and I said, oh, well, I, I'm Matthew Carroll. I host Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And, and he went, oh my gosh. He like flipped <laughs> out. He flipped so out. Fun. His hands flew up in the air. He like, get, he, t- he told me to tell, uh, 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 Ashley and Jeff that he loves you guys. Um, <laughs> it was just like, I, I just like see, just getting someone passing by a table and, uh, you know, didn't recognize me by face or anything, but like recognized the, the podcast, uh, just from us mentioning it. I was just, it was huge. It was huge and very kind. And, uh, that's so fun. Made me feel excited and loved. So, <laughs> so thank you, Jeremiah. He was, he was just, it was just so excited. It made, it made me and Dave kind of, uh, very, very excited too. So. That was that was very cool. Thanks for that, Jeremiah. Shout out to you. Um, and uh, I guess you you want to talk about some some newsy things? Yeah, it's not much, but uh, <laughs> we have uh, in so I have seen more and more things saying this guy insider Jeff Snyder. Jeff Snyder that has been on like a bunch of the stories, but it's on reputable sources like the direct just- and hmm? who is he? He's some podcaster, but they always they always note him as an insider, um, mm-hmm. and I don't know what that means. But he's been on way too many articles lately, and it's making me nervous that this is a guy who's like. But it's always on like Variety and the Direct and like good good reputable sources. But it's like 
they'll mention insider Jeff Snyder. And like he's, he, he said on a podcast, and I'm like, is this a good source? But anyway, we'll talk about it anyway. Uh, I've seen him on four or five different big articles lately that we have uh, either talked about here on Multiverse News. And I'm like, I, don't, I hope this guy's legit or else he's trolling the entire <laughs> s- fandom of everything. Um, but he corroborated reports that Adam Driver is in talks to be Reed Richards. Mm. Well, I think the reports were that he's in talks for Fantastic Four, and Jeff yeah. Snyder said he was uh, in talks for Reed Richards. What do you that get- would make the most sense, because I just cannot... Like, I've been saying for the past, what, three years, that he would be the best Doom that we could get. Yes. And uh, I could imagine the way, the kind of actor that he is, he wouldn't kind of do the same thing twice mm-hmm. um so i wouldn't be surprised if he ends up being reed richards and i wouldn't dislike it i absolutely love adam driver but i would be sad because i i think dr doom would just be such a better casting for him and a little bit more in depth of a, a villain than kylo ren you know kylo ren's yeah. great but you know and like the skywalker boys are just a little whiny give me a powerful adam driver it feels like they almost like because of who Kylo Ren was, especially in the first movie and like just the whiny, like sort of thrashing about version of the Sith, <laughs> like feels like he's tantrum Sith, you know, like, I don't know. He's yeah. just not, not, not the kind of Sith that I really wanted him to be. Especially Sky- all the Skywalker boys are whiny. <laughs> you're right. You're right. I didn't think about it, but you're right. Um, yeah. They're, they're powerful and whiny. Powerful um, <laughs> and whiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> The it, I feel like his presence and Adam Driver has an amazing presence is almost wasted on that. It's like he gives oh, yeah. that character a lot of gravitas because his voice is so cool and his physicality is so cool. But then, like you like you said, like the writing of who Kylo Ren is makes me just not care that much. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would love to see all of that physicality and the voice and the power of acting. In something like Doom, but you're right. It's like who's he doesn't want to do. I, I can't imagine him doing Doom after after mm-hmm. doing Kylo Ren. That's such a weird tight casting. <laughs> and we just saw that uh, that 65 that he's in about him mm-hmm. and the dinosaurs. Yeah, and uh, I mean it was not that great actually. <laughs> it really wasn't. And he was fine in it, but I could totally see them seeing that and being like he would make a really good Reed Richards. Mm. Okay, like, just don't don't cut his hair. <laughs> okay. Don't cut Just give him the streaks. But I mean, streaks. I don't know. That. I feel like if it's not John Krasinski, I don't know what we're even doing. <laughs> well, I could see if they just like, I don't know, John, John Krasinski, he's, he may just feel like he's too old to start a 10 or 15 year process as, as Reed Richards. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Uh, we were talking about it. We actually talked about it a lot on this week's patron Zoom hang about like some of these different casting options and like how old they are versus, and the big thing I keep coming back to is like, uh, Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. You know, he was much older, but like he, uh, he was fine. Yeah, he was perfect for the role. He was in his, yeah. his mid forties, I think, or something when he got cast, and he's just so good. Um, yeah, and, and so I, I, I don't mind an older casting. I, I feel mm-hmm. like Disney often wants to go younger because they want to think of someone who can be there and be a heartthrob and be in like, yeah, uh, fifteen movies or whatever. And see, that does doesn't seem like something to me. Adam Driver would sign on for at this point of his career unless you know he's really the last couple years has gotten nominated for oscars and and kind of not gotten them and has done a lot of the you know like the uh, greta gerwig uh adam or whatever her husband's name is noah brianball movies like the 
you know, the quirky, uh, independent films. So maybe he is at that point of his career where he's like, all right, well, now I can just do a cash grab yeah. and join up in this. But I kind of, like, I don't know. He doesn't strike me like that, especially how he didn't care for all the attention he got from the Star Wars stuff. You know, he really didn't like that at all. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Well, it's like being in those kind of movies are a burden in many ways. But they're also something you probably grow accustomed to, and you probably get like, I don't know. It seems that like you'd li- it's just a, such a different lifestyle. I'm sure you've just got people, you know, you've got personal chefs being paid for by the studio to make sure you're perfectly in fit. You're you've got yeah. trainers constantly. You've got your life scheduled out for you. It's probably a completely different lifestyle than when you leave all of that, leave Star Wars behind, and be like, okay, now I'm going to go do whatever it, it, like right. I, I don't know i could see it after a few years being like i kind of miss that maybe like like yeah. that lifestyle <laughs> of just like being the biggest star in the world and the other thing is being cast as kylo ren he wasn't an unknown actor but he wasn't a big name actor Mm-mm. and at this point he could actually leverage his fame into a real cash grab you know what i mean yeah. like he could oh, yeah. really get cast and like okay it's like they always talk about with the marvel actors where the first eight movies are, or like the first five movies are their first contract. And it's like their next contract is where they really make money, you know? Um, mm-hmm. That's one of the reasons Robert Downey Jr. was paid so well is I think he only did a one movie deal for the first Iron Man. And then they like re-upped him for a lot more money after that one was so successful. Uh, he got part of the box office. Yeah. That was his deal. That's yeah. huge. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> it's huge, huge, huge. Smart, smart, smart. And now he lives in a windmill. <laughs> <laughs> And now he lives in a windmill. I did not know that, but I would like to see his windmill. If anybody ever wants to see it, uh, he does an amazing uh, walkthrough. Vanity Fair does the like walk open door with the celebrities. It's kind of like a, a modern day cribs, but it's a lot classier. Yeah. And he has his windmill house on there. Oh, man, I was looking at all these houses this week. Sorry to go back to houses. It's just what I've been thinking about no. for two weeks. Um, I was looking at all these houses this week and... Um, uh, me, me and my girlfriend were kind of going back, literally driving back and forth between these different houses and just trying to like, decide where do we want to, where like, where do I want to live? And she'll probably be there a lot. So, like, mm-hmm. where do we want to be? And so I was looking for where I'd want to live, and I'm like, going over here, going over there, going over there, like driving around. And like the thing that sold me on the place that I'm, I put an offer on is I just like we, I pulled up, I rolled down the windows, and it it backs up to a nature preserve. <laughs> And so we were driving to all these other other locations, and there were just like lots of dogs barking, lots of like cars going by. There was interstate noise, and then when I rolled down the windows at this this place, and it's just like birds chirping, nature sounds, silence. Yeah, it's just so like nice. utter silence. There was one dog barking, but it was in the distance. It was almost a pleasant dog barking, like it was so far. <laughs> it felt like a dog barking over the fjords or something. I don't know. It just like felt. It. I was like, I, I felt like I could breathe. Like I felt like all this anxiety was melting away. I was like. This is where I want to be. This and so like yeah. him living in a windmill like kind of makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we're being so picky. Like I don't want neighbors. I want to be in the woods. I want to be away from everybody. I want silence yeah. cuz all we do we live in in chaos. Not only is it backed up to nature preserve, but there's also an empty lot next door that's completely wooded. Oh, so it's perfect. like we're we're like ensconced. I'll be I'll be ensconced so in nice. this wooden wooded area. Yeah, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about it. So, up Next, uh, we we really don't like to talk about uh, this. Is not what we do here is talk about like sort of rumors and drama and all this stuff. But this is definitely a thing we've talked about a little bit on the cast, and it's definitely a big story. We kind of have to address at least uh, this Jonathan Major situation. Um, 
He was arrested for assault uh, a few uh, few weeks ago now. Um, there have been a few updates. We really haven't really been following it too closely here on the cast, because like I said, it, here, here's the problem with talking about this on the cast. We don't have enough information, and everything that comes out seems to be rumor and speculation. And mm-hmm. I, if we talk about it in a way that, like, it's going to be okay, Jonathan Majors is fine, then it sounds like we're mm-hmm. disavowing the victim's experience. And if we talk about it in a way that's, uh, you know, too aggressively against Jonathan Majors, it's kind of like jumping on the bandwagon and, like, uh, I completely um, believe that allegations like this should be uh, investigated fully and they should definitely look into all of this. And there's definitely seems to be some things, uh, but just a few, a few little updates on it since it's such a big deal to the future of this, this, uh, this podcast, really. Like we're going to be talking about yeah. Kang and related topics for the next years. So uh, yeah, like it's a big deal. Um, but uh, we all heard about that a few weeks ago. The biggest, uh, there's been kind of three big um Updates slash reports and rumors going on. First off, Jonathan Major's team released some text messages. And those text messages, basically, they were meant to, uh, you know, get him, uh, clear him of the charges to some degree. And what those text messages were, were the lady who had texted him saying, I am so sorry they arrested you. I didn't want them to do that. I told Hmm. them not to. This was not like this was not your fault, blah 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 blah, like all those things, which ostensibly sounds good, but yeah. a lot of people noted that that sounds very much like an abused person, sort of like giving like like someone who still wants to be in his life and and, and has mm-hmm. been abused and wants him to. There's like she says, "I love you" in there, but he yeah, at least in the text that they in the text they released, he did not respond. It just seems very cold. Um, yeah, well, his lawyers probably his, were I'm like, absolutely yeah. do not. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure his lawyers um, said don't respond. So, like, like basically. Yeah, it's a bad situation. It's just a terrible situation. It's like, um, we, we, but we'll see. He's got his first, um, his first court appearance in a couple weeks and maybe some actual, there might be some actual factual information. Um, anyway, there's that. Another thing that's been going on is there are reports. There's some reports and some rumors that say there are other victims. Um, that have not come forward. Um, and some- I think they said someone was from the Ant-Man movie. Oh, really? I haven't heard that. Mm, but again, rumors, rumors. I don't yeah. know. So it, it's kind of like it, w- one person even came out and said they, they know multiple of the um, other peop- other victims, but none of those victims are coming forward. And they, they, this guy, he's like an ex, like, I don't know, some, some ex, uh, someone who worked with majors or something. And he's saying, like, yeah, there are other victims, but none of them want to come forward, and I respect their opinions and their choices. So, again, though, it's just some guy saying there are other victims. Like, right. it's, it's, it's hard to know without real corroboration. Um, again, Mm-mm. it's just, like, more things. And if all those reports are true, if there are other victims, um, and that's a big... Big problem, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's a big um, verification uh, thing to, like, how we know... So the character, at least, of, of Jonathan Major and whether these things are true. Um, and the biggest thing that I think is like an actual, probably the biggest problem for Jonathan Majors at this point, uh, like it's a real official thing, is that his, manage- his management and publicists dropped him. Yeah, that's not good. That is and not good. And that's official? That is official. Uh, his <laughs> management and publish- publish- publicist team dropped him, which 
like to me that's the biggest thing that's like okay something real is going on something had happened it who knows it could be something else it could be that like he released those text messages and they didn't want him to, and they're not liking how he's handling this. And they're like, if you're not going to listen to us, we're done. Like, it could be something like that. Um, something but like that. Yeah. It, it doesn't look good. That is the only, like, it's like only one of the only facts that we have of this whole situation. And it does not look good. No. Um, and they're sure that like, it wasn't the other way around. Like he didn't fire them. We just know that they are not representing them anymore. So, according to variety, I believe they dropped him. Okay. Yeah, and I mean, I guess Loki's probably already done filming. Like, well, there's not much that can be done for that. Yeah, yeah. We we talked we talked a, again. We talked in ways that I don't feel comfortable talking here on the podcast uh, on our Zoom call last night with the patrons because, like, we speculated a little bit about like how they could do it, what they could do to change the character. And I don't, I just feel like that's kind of crass, like to talk yeah, about it here we're, on this we're on not this there public yet. forum forum. Um, <laughs> oh, that's what Patreon's for. That's what the Patreon's for. You better sign up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go get on the Patreon. Uh, the Avengers tier patrons get that, get that tea that's too, too controversial <laughs> for here on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's just like, it's funny. It, when it's just like six people talking on a Zoom, it's one thing. When it's being recorded to go to like thousands and thousands, it doesn't, it feels very crass. That's a different like, thing. Yeah. It's a very different <laughs> thing. So. <laughs> Oh man, so funny. <laughs> that's so that's so crass. I I, I, I just so you, that was a joke, guys. That's not like how our patron calls normally go. <laughs> I just feel like that if anyone took that seriously, that's not me trying to leverage, uh, you know, the actual this 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 kind of content to to be yeah. get you to go pay for Patreon. <laughs> that's really silly. Um. All right. Well, that's 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 really all we have. Uh, just wanted to give those updates. They've been kind of trickling out over the past couple weeks, uh, but we just we're trying to avoid the drama of it all and not really take sides on it until there's real solid information. Except, yeah, victims should be believed and their claims should be, uh, you know, look, taken seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I, and we don't we don't want to don't want to diminish anyone's claims, and we don't want to railroad Jonathan Majors if. For whatever reason, this claim ends up being false. So, yeah, like I, yeah. we're just trying to walk that line and trying not to honestly engage in it because we don't really talk about the drama. We don't. We're trying not to talk about the drama here. We're trying to just talk about the, the shows and the movies that we love. <laughs> I'd have to look back through like drama history stuff with it, but like I wonder how fast someone else has fallen from graces. Like he was at the top of his career, and like what this happened to not even two weeks later. After Ant-Man. I mean, I feel like it was pretty right. soon after. Or even he had those two films come out that were really big. Yeah, for sure. Creed and everybody and was loving him. And, you know, he's posting pictures with puppies and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's <laughs> and then just, ooh. Yeah. That, well, was, it, that was quick. <laughs> it's the moment of this big event. And, like, we'll see if he can. There's a world where there have been actors who have done terrible things. Who have even come back when they were like confirmed to have done those terrible things, you know? Yeah. Somehow Christian Bale got out of all of that. I don't know what happened there, but <laughs> yeah, he what, got out of all of it. <laughs> you mean when he was uh, from yelling at the that lighting person or something else? I don't know anything about it. See, this is me. I don't follow the drama shit. I don't I have no. I have no idea. And this is years ago, so don't uh, take what I'm saying with a you know grain of salt. But I'm pretty sure he had a physical altercation with his mother and his 
either wife or fiance in an elevator in London. Ooh, gotcha. Yeah, I'm, I think he got arrested. Mm. I guess I should probably look that up. I shouldn't just view that. <laughs> <up there. laughs> yes, indeed. It, it is like physical altercations abroad thing. It could have been someone shoved someone, or it could be something really serious. I don't know. Um, like it's it's always like you always have to like really take these situations. If you're not there, it's hard to know. Yeah, that's fully. what it was. Um, he was arrested for a verbal assault charges filed by his mother, but then was released without charge. And it was something that happened in the hotel uh, with his his wife and his mom were there. But she dropped the charges. Yeah. I didn't know you could even be arrested for verbal assault. Well, if you go back, like at the beginning, it says like alleged assault. And then it says uh, she said it was a verbal assault and then dropped the charges. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, we've seen him flip out before uh, with those recordings of the lighting person. So that's not that's not against character or whatever. So it's not that that didn't get physical. I feel like when things get physical, it crosses a line, you know? Yeah, well, I think it it was alleged physical and then they got rolled back. Like, and that's not what's happening Uh, here. Okay. Yeah. 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 (sighs) Well, we will we will see. We'll see. We'll find out. Hopefully find out more soon. Um, And on to some feedback. (laughs) On a more positive note. On a more positive note. Let's talk about some feedback. Uh, Up first, we got uh, I I (laughs) still feel bad. I still don't know how to say this person's name. Uh, N-I-C-H-E. They're one of our patrons. Niche is what I'm going to go with for now, because that's what the internet told me it was pronounced. Um, <laughs> Nishi. Send us in a, uh, a you know, breakdown of how do you say your name. <laughs> for the love of God. <laughs> I wrote back to them on Patreon and said, hey, how do I say your name? I feel bad because I keep, keep trying to read it on the cast and I keep forgetting to find out. But Niche on Patreon says, hey, pandas. Uh, was just listening to your Incredible Hulk cast and wanted to write in to tell you how I remember the drama going down. Okay, more drama talk. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that Norton wanted the movie to be longer so they could explore the trauma that Banner went through, a.k.a. more character development. And that is not what Marvel execs wanted to focus on. I definitely remember hearing that they cut out a lot of filmed scenes that Norton specifically wrote. And that he was mad that he they didn't give him partial writer's credit, uh, despite the fact that they were working on the script throughout the filming process. I could be wrong. That's just what I heard. <laughs> Thanks for <laughs> crushing the content game, Niche. Okay, yeah, I mean, cool. That we- sounds... I, I know it was something with wanting the movie to be better. <laughs> and and yeah. he, they were like, no. Yeah, <laughs> and I think this thing, everybody wants the movie to be better. It's just a matter of... What better means Playing to different nice. people? <laughs> yeah, and honestly, if they if they deleted some scenes, it might make some of those completely melodramatic uh, moments make sense. Like if we had a little more context, maybe like the melodrama between him and Betty would make a little more sense. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they maybe. need more. It did need more though. <laughs> yeah, it needed something to give context to some of those huge reactions that we got in some of those moments. Whew. Um, yeah. Well, thank you, Niche. Uh, yeah, we we don't know. We th- what we talked about on the Incredible Hulk cast was me and Ashley both had different memories of what happened with that. So um, we should probably do some research and figure that out. Maybe I'll see if I can figure find some sources for next week. But it's, it, <laughs> problem is, there's really. I feel problem- like they all probably had to sign NDAs. I don't think the truth is actually out there. I don't think yeah. Edward Norton ever came out and was like this, this, or this because you wouldn't want to 
do that in case you ever wanted to work with the studios again, sure. just to be safe. So sure, sure. Who yeah, knows? we'll see. There may be something out there. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, 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 I will put it on my to-do list to do a little research and just see. Maybe <laughs> we have like what Edward Norton said in the press versus what Marvel said in the press or something. But honestly, yeah. it's probably it's probably more likely you're probably right and that they just all never acknowledged that the movie was bad. Um, <laughs> um, all right. Up next, another one of our patrons, uh, Dylan Frazina, who was on our call last night. Hey, Dylan. Uh, says, hey, guys. I'm so happy that you guys are as thrilled about the new trailer for the Marvels. Um, so many cool little Easter eggs within. Most notably to me was that Zoe Ashton, um, who has been billed as an unnamed villain, appears to be wielding Roman, Ronan's hammer, but also wearing a bangle on her arm. Like Matt, I could talk so much about this trailer, but I wanted to point out that the music they used for the trailer was amazing for two reasons. The more obvious one is that the title Intergalactic Planetary, <laughs> mm -hmm. which seems like it perfectly sums up what the movie is going to be like, but also the Beastie Boys' signature is them constantly jumping in on each other and switching off to the next. Oh, that's a good point. That's a really yeah. good point. Um, I think it's a perfect example of how Marvel's powers are going to manifest themselves in battle, and I'm positive this was purposeful. Uh, so excited to see how all this develops. Oof. Good call, Dylan. Yeah, good call. That's a great call. Um, I really love that. Um, yes, and that's absolutely right. That's what the Beastie Boys do, and that is very that literally like that scene where they're spit the camera's spinning around, and it shows them all using the power, reminds me of a Beastie Boys moment. Like I can <laughs> yeah. totally see a Beastie Boys video where the camera's spinning around and it shows each of them rapping. I you know? think they do that in the intergalactic video. The video is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the big robot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Up next, we got Chris Hitlet says, biggest thing I want from the Marvels that I don't expect to get is that when we get to the space station thing, it is ran and being built by Fitzsimmons. Ooh, that would be nice. Uh, that's a agents of shield. Agents reference. of shield. Okay. <laughs> Ashley. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they never have yeah. to mention the show or any backstory. Uh, just have them build the new suit and give us some science answers. Maybe mention that they were some of the of Coulson's prize pupils. Uh, any other cameos appearances would be amazing. Quake, Mac, and Calvary. Yeah. Um, so, spoiler alert for the very end of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you haven't watched it, it's been a lot of years. <laughs> Feel free to jump forward 30 seconds, but I'm going to tell Ashley about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, the very last thing we got from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was them. They never called it S.W.O.R.D., but you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. had been working, officially had been destroyed after Winter Soldier, and then they went underground, and they were like an underground organization, and it was sort of sh secret S.H.I.E.L.D. For all these years. Oh, uh, okay. And so they were like in secret trying to help out the Inhumans and all this other stuff. Um, then the last thing we see from the last episode is three or four of the characters going out into space on like a sh ostensibly like a shield, like spaceship heading off to do some actual space work. It's kind of hinting at the idea of sword. And then of course now we have sword and that's what, uh, it looks like Fury is working with now. Okay. So it would make sense that these characters would show up again, but I we we probably won't get them. 
Yeah, everybody's been begging forever to have these people show up in, in some of the Marvel stuff, and they just really aren't doing it, huh? Yeah, it's true. It's true. If they did, it might give me a reason to have to go watch, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but until that day comes. <laughs> yeah, come on. Don't you want <laughs> Ashley to have to buy, like, whatever, I don't know, ABC Plus or whatever? I would never. It's buy. on, actually, I think it's on, all on Disney Plus. <laughs> it's on, like, Netflix. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all on Disney Plus these days. Because ABC was a Disney-owned thing, so it's all on Disney. Uh, okay. That makes sense. Business daddy. Business daddy. Okay. <laughs> I got business daddy. You, <laughs> I got to tell you this. So there was a joke between me and my girlfriend where she was calling me. Uh, I don't know. It all started. It was like the first time we were getting to know each other. Somehow I became the woman in the relationship. And like every time we talk <laughs> about different... Uh, different characters that we are that we were similar to. I always end up fitting the female role. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, One of, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's a long story, a long, embarrassing story to talk about, but uh, anyway, after all of that, she started calling me a baddie, which, like a a baddie, which in like sort of hip hop lingo is like a badass bitch, a baddie. Okay. Like, that's a very common <laughs> okay. thing. And, like, I thought that's what she meant. And it turned out she was making, like, uh, whatever it's called. Not an anagram, but whatever. Uh, when you switch two words together of business daddy. And so she'd oh. been calling me a baddie whenever she heard about, like, a really good business decision I was making. Like, buying the house or whatever. She's like, oh, yeah. you're such a baddie. And I thought, because I was always the lady in the relationship in all these other jokes that we were making, that I was she was just calling me a baddie, as in a badass bitch. Um, yeah and i went with it for weeks and weeks you were until like I yeah re- girl <laughs> yeah i'm like that's yeah me. i am that's me over here like snapping and stuff i like fully embracing my baddie nature and it turned out she meant business daddy business daddy <laughs> and so like it's like it took forever for us to like n- realize we weren't talking about the same thing that, that was very funny <laughs> that's fun really enjoy when things go to, go for a really long time and neither person realizes like, they're not oh wait a minute what <laughs> <laughs> yeah like wait Hold on. What are you talking about? Um, okay. Up next, uh, we have a, a voicemail. Hey, guys. My name is Jesse. Um, this is the second time me trying to call in because the first time I tried, it went way too long, so I'm going to cut to the chase. Um, I want to say I appreciate uh, just you guys providing laughs and um, really interesting talks and theories uh, in your show. Um, one thing I wanted to bring up is when Haley and Matt were talking about the Marvels trailer, um, you both had said you didn't see any sense of strife between Carol and Monica. Um, I want to kind of counter that a little bit. So when they first come into Kamala's home, uh, you know, Monica and Fury, um, and they're trying to explain the situation to her, and Kamala freaks out and geeks out and uses her powers and switches places with Carol. Um, and Carol has her little temper tantrum as she breaks the table um, and stands up, turns around, sees everybody. She makes direct eye contact with Monica. At least that's what it looks like to me. And the way she says, hi, really kind of makes it feel like there's something awkward happening. So I do think there's still some stuff they're going to have to hash out, um, and the hatchet hasn't necessarily been buried at this point. So um, what do you guys think about that? I just 
I get the sense that's going to be part of the tension. There's going to be the tension between Monica and Carol, and then there's also this awkward tension of they're not, they don't really feel like a team, and then Kamala's here speaking out, and she's like, we're a team, and they're like, we're not a team, and I think there's something there as well. Um, anyways, just want to hear your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you guys really think there wasn't uh, going to be strife between them in the film? No, we definitely do. Is, it just, uh, uh, okay. it didn't seem like it in the trailer itself. Like there wasn't, they didn't really have, like there's a moment in the uh, cockpit where they're all smiling and all this stuff. We were just saying that in the trailer, they didn't really express all of that too much. Mm-hmm. And the scene he's talking about where she stands up and looks around and says, hi, and it's awkward. I thought that's because mm-hmm. she was like doing a temper tantrum and then turned around and realized a bunch of people were watching her. <laughs> yeah. Like that's that's the probably a little bit of both. Yeah. And we don't know if she knows what Monica even looks like at this point or yeah, how long we, it's been since she's seen her. I'm sure cloud traveling around space, you lose time. Mm-hmm. I definitely think there will be a problem between them. And what we were saying in the, our script breakdown was that like, by the time they get on that ship, it seems like they've already worked past it. Cause they're all like smiling and they're all mm-hmm. like a happy team. But I definitely think whatever was alluded to in WandaVision is going to be explored here. I, th- I hope. Yeah. I mean, I, f- I don't want it to be the entire plot of the movie and it, I have a feeling, you know, like Carol has a pretty good reason for not being around, but, and, you know, trying to deal with whatever was going on during and after and before the snap. So I feel like they'll be able to work through it pretty fast, but I'm sure, you know, Monica's reasons are, are pretty good. You know, it won't be the, I, I agree with you. I don't think it'll be the whole plot. I do think it'll, it'll be some strife between them. And I think like the happiness of Kamala Khan being so like happy to be experiencing everything they're experiencing will probably break through the kind of hardened hearts that they both have as sort of like yeah. seasoned veterans of this long-term battle, you know? Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it so much. I'm so excited. Me too. Kamala just seems to give this movie life, like in a way that I wasn't really fully expecting. And I love it. See, I for me, I think that her being with the adults will make it a little easier for me to watch first the show. Cause the show for me was a little like it was fun, but it was a little hard to get through. It was so kiddy. So I think like her being around all the adults this time instead of a bunch of kids will make the dynamic for people who don't want that like, yeah, kids shit. You know, a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I think so too. I, I think that I definitely hear where you're coming from. That like the kitty stuff can be a little overwhelming if it's overdone. Mm-hmm. But I, I, you know, I I loved her in Captain Marvel. Um, but I, but my reasons were totally different. But like, it's just, uh, yeah, I just, I, I, I can totally see her in the light of Carol being like grumpy and like annoyed that this kid's around and stuff like mm-hmm. i can totally see that being a great dynamic and really fun <laughs> um okay uh, we have another uh voicemail here let's play it hey guys hope you're all good i thought i'd leave you another voice note after the success of my last just got a random question for you really considering there's not much going on at the moment bit of a spin on who your favorite avenger is so if you could handpick one or two avengers to star in your next film or tv projects who would it be if you're asking me who my favourite Avenger is, I'd be hard pushed to say no one else but Thor. If you're asking me who I'd like to see again on screen, I'd probably have to say Doctor Strange or Scarlet Witch, to be honest. Like Ashley, like Ashley I was a massive fan of Multiverse Madness, and she might understand this, but I feel strangely proud of how far Scarlet Witch has come. And, you know, from being that shy woman who just sort of learning about her powers to now being one of the strongest Avengers who 
until he decided to rain fire would pretty much kill Thanos. So, yeah, I'd just like to see them two again, really. I think they both look um, amazing on screen. I love how they're portrayed. I love how their powers come across. And I just can't wait to see them again. But, yeah, let, let us know what you guys think who you'd like to see again next on screen. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, just a bit of geography if any of you two are interested. So that guy, Washing Machine Dave, who also left the... Uh, voicemail on the same day as me. <laughs> basically live about three hours away. I think he said oh, he's from so Essex, funny. which is immediately east of London, whereas I'm from a county called East Sussex, which is about two hours south of London. I'm a, a seaside town called Hastings, which is on the south coast of England. So that that's probably beautiful. why it sounds a bit more London than me, because he is like Essex's county immediately east of London. Anyway... Take care, guys. Hope you're good. Speak to you soon. All right. There, that was Todd. I love that. I don't think Todd said his name. Yeah, that's so cool. It is so cool. Like, okay, I, I realize there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast out in the world, but they're so spread out. It's like when, when I just mentioned at the top of this, when we, I saw Jeremiah at Buffalo Wild Wings. It was just like, that's a person. You know, there's a lot of people, but they're all spread over, all over the world. So it's not like we bump into each other a lot. And so even that, it's like two people over in the UK that are like three hours apart that, you know, have this connection through this community. It's just so Yeah. Neat. A seaside town. That sounds fabulous. Oh, it sounds so beautiful. Uh, and also, Todd, thank you so much. I feel like I did not bring up Multiverse of Madness yet on uh, this cast, uh, which was obviously <laughs> lacking. I forgot. Gosh, I forgot to bring it up. So thank you. For I almost missed one episode. <laughs> For the, Let's talk about it. I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, but there was a oh, well, like a one star review that that, that no, got, no 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 no. It's so much better than that. It was okay. a five star review. Oh, it was a five star. But then they took two stars away because they were mad at, at me for how much I bring up the multiverse of madness. Was technically, it's usually at least once a show somebody writes in something yeah. about mom which leads to it you know but even <laughs> if it wasn't of course i'm still going to bring it up but i just love it it was it was a really really kind of mean-spirited like it was a it's a shitty review and it was a really you know it's just not a nice thing to to write in like to take the time to do it it just reminds me of mean girls when regina george is screaming and writing in the burn bug like you fugly slut like <laughs> really you you took the time to go all the way back and do that and what i've loved since then is that people who saw that have given us five-star reviews asking me to talk about it more and it's like that's like we know who our community is and who it's not and it's like if you're that sensitive just yeah. get out of here. Well, and it's it's just like uh, <laughs> it's it's more like just be, it, it, it's all the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and like we're we're going to focus on some more than others, but like because of what we like to talk yeah, about. How come I'm not allowed to like this movie? Right? Yeah, like you're allowed <laughs> well, to like. I have what a microphone, want. and and you don't, Sean. So I will, <laughs> you will listen to every word that I have to say. <laughs> uh, okay. I hope he changes it to a one star now. all right but i agree with everything that todd said in there i i think that i do like you know specifically wanda's where she is now and i I do hope to see her again you know yeah so what what avenger is is that is that your answer uh no it's not what's what avenger do you want to hear from soonest so the one thing I feel like this is just fan casting and I'm never going to get it. But uh, the one thing I feel like we really missed out on is what Natasha and Cap were doing before they got everybody before mm. Infinity War. Like, I 
I want that movie. Like Anthony Mackie, you can come too. But I would love to see what the three of them were doing just like on the run for two years. I, I, yeah. I want that movie. I was about to say that I would really like uh, Cat back, but I, I, I'm not, I'm not, but I was going to say I'm not going to say that because like I think it's more powerful. I do want him back one day. But I think it's more <laughs> powerful if they leave him off the table for a while. Yeah. Like if we get yeah. a few, but like, who do I want to see now? Like, what's the next thing I want to see from an Avenger? Like, if they made an Avengers movie tomorrow, what care? You know what? I'm He's, with them, Doctor Strange. <laughs> yeah, Doctor Strange is great. Uh, I'm gonna go. Can I say who I want to be in an Avengers movie? Yeah. <laughs> if they're not yet, um, I want a Moon Knight appearance in an Avengers movie. Yes. Yes, I would yeah. like that too. <sighs> I would love that. And he's, he's on that power level, being able to turn the stars back and stuff. Like, he's on that power level. He could absolutely do the Avengers thing. And um, if they could find a good way to represent him without, you know, it's, it's, I feel like it's, he's so hard to explain with all his uh, multiple personalities that, like, it's almost difficult to even express. Most most time when they introduce a character in an Avengers movie, you kind of get a little bit of a background to sort of know who they are. But, like, he's <laughs> so hard to explain that it would be tough except for him just like showing up and kicking ass. But I'd love to see him show up and kick ass, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't, I, like, I can't wait to see Elsa Bloodstone again. Like I could keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of the stuff that happened this year in the TV shows, particularly those two, like I would love to see more of those two characters um, mm-hmm. or those two people from those two shows. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good question. I'd love to see Ted, Ted as an Avenger. I want to see Ted meet Groot. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. They, they'd be buds. They'd be they like, would be buds. You know, nonverbal buds. <laughs> nonverbal. How would they even communicate? <laughs> I feel like we need like a cartoon series called Pointing Nonverbal Tree Buds. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Groot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's grab one more of these before we uh before we get off of here. Uh, I do need to apologize to, I believe, Trent Morris and one other person. I I, I had your voicemail and it disappeared. The gremlins oh, yeah. got involved. I looked everywhere. I looked in the deleted, the trash, everything. I couldn't find it again to read. So I'm sorry, Trent. And, and uh, Matthew were, Roberts, it looks like. And Matthew Roberts. Yeah, we had them. We had them. Um, if you want to send that so, again. Yeah, sorry about that. It was they were again like just like Todd's here. It was way back in March when y'all sent them in. So sorry, we we didn't we hadn't had much time for uh, feedback episodes this month. Um, mm-hmm. But um, we're we're uh, yeah, sorry about those. We don't know how we lost them. They were they were just in Google Voice, but like they just disappeared. Yeah, but, it's very strange. Very 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 strange. I'm sorry. <laughs> not, it's, not, it's not Ashley's fault. It's not. Ashley's I feel. Fault. I feel responsible though, because <laughs> that's something that I would do. Who else can make emails completely disappear off the computer? <laughs> I have can. You, have you ever seen? Um, gosh, what is it? Good Omens. I've heard about it. I didn't see it, and I love it's those two. So good, and those two yeah. are amazing. But one of the characters in the show has a. <laughs> Has a, you could call it a superpower. It's not. It's like a, a, a curse was placed on him in like the <laughs> 1800s or something that like no technology would ever work for his family. Oh and my so God. now he's in the modern day, modern era, and he like keeps trying to get a job, but like every time he touches a computer, like every, <laughs> the computer completely dies. Like it's like a, it's like a, a gag throughout the whole thing. It's really good. <laughs> well, now I know what happened to me. Who put that curse on me? Yes. Yeah, you have a, you have a curse. <laughs> you, you know, you'd be messing with these witchy people. I know. No, I know. It pissed the right people off. You should know better. You should know better. Um, 
<laughs> okay, up next we got Cassie Payne says, Hey, Matt, Jeff, and Horror Queen Ashley. Yeah. Ooh, they know. Absolutely. Um, just listened to the strongest Avenger pod, and I had a thought that I think needs to be addressed. It seemed as if you guys tried to keep the debate specific to strength as a physical ability rather than powers or magic assisting with strength. For example, uh, you guys alluded to Scarlet Witch's strength primarily coming from her powers of magic. If that's the case, then couldn't the same argument be made for Captain Marvel? I think we could address this maybe. But um, you guys mentioned the fight between Athena uh, Thanos, uh, and you couldn't even f- phase her. Phase her. When oh, trying couldn't. to hit her. When he, he headbutts could, her. Yeah, with Captain Marvel, yeah. But to me, it seemed as if he didn't even get to touch her, but rather Thanos's hand bounced off of an impenetrable force field. Maybe. It's, it's very possible. Uh, created by her power and surrounding her body and protected her. So having powers uh, that created a force field around you so that hardly anything can touch you makes you the strongest Avenger or just one of the most powerful Avengers. Uh, let me know what you guys think. Love you 3000. Yeah, it's, it's, it's possible that that's the case that um, Captain Marvel's shield, like when he had head, to me, it looks like when he headbutts her, she just doesn't flinch. Like yeah. it looks like he hits her. She does have like that super Saiyan fire going all over it's just her. What is just when she goes binary? That's what yeah. it's called when she's like, I'm a star. Yeah. Yeah, she's yeah. So she's gone binary, and he like headbutts her, and doesn't, and and just doesn't even phase her at all. Yeah, her eyes don't blink. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one of those. That's and she's holding his hand open, just like she break his hand. I just, wanted her to break his oh, hand in like yeah. every. She was bending his fingers back, like just a little bit of pain. Yeah, he deserves yeah. it. <laughs> so it, it's totally conceivable. We decided that Captain Marvel's strength is. Like what? What I said on a previous episode when someone wrote in something very similar was that we should have we should have expressed it as melee power. They have physical melee power is what we were going for with that particular episode. Because yes, you could talk about these different characters. It's almost impossible to compare the strongest Avenger if you're talking about them from like like all of their powers. So we eliminated technology and magic. But the problem with that is you could express. That Hulk is a science character is what he has technology. Not really, but it's like mm-hmm. comes from technology. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, same thing. We t- we even considered Vision his own being. You could t- call that technology, but it's not really. It's his. It's who he is. So we counted him. Um, it's it's a whole thing. Um, it's it's hmm. hard to it's hard to break down. We just had to narrow it somewhere. And so what we were going for is like melee power, melee physical combat power. And we counted Captain Marvel. You could make the case that that's some sort of energy shield. But to me, it just looked like he headbutts her and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah. Know. Totally reasonable. Way. <laughs> I still yeah. think she's pretty powerful. <laughs> <laughs> she's powerful, powerful. Definitely powerful. Um, I think we, we decided to count her in our, in our, what we were calling strength. So, but I, reasonable people can disagree. Yeah. Um, reasonably. Yeah. Re- to completely reasonably disagree. <laughs> yeah, I love a reasonable disagreement. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Ashley, you got anything you want to tell the people before we let them go? Um, you know, you can check us out over at Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater. We just finished all of our coverage of all of the Evil Dead series, you know, the movies, uh, the 2013 movie and Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh, 
next week we're going to be dropping our episode about the new film. So if you're into that for a review, come find us over there. You know, doing all the things. We just finished up finished up uh, Mandalorian coverage, which I loved this season. I know a lot of people said they d- didn't like it as much, but this was probably my favorite season. I just think because I have this new love for Bo-Katan Kryze, who is now my favorite Star Wars character. I absolutely mm. loved everything that they were doing with Mandalorian this season. So if you... Uh, if you did too, you can go check that out. If you didn't, you know, don't bother. Because <laughs> you're not going to like it. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. We had a good time covering that at the that's Star awesome. Wars Universe podcast. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Um, check those guys out over there at, Mar- at uh, the uh, Star Wars uh, Universe podcast. That's great. Um, well, we uh, will be back. Uh, check out Multiverse News. That's for me. Uh, check out Multiverse News. We got it. We've been running for a few weeks. Um, and we'll be dropping that on Wednesdays uh, for the time being. And uh, hope you guys will check it out. Multiverse News. We just like cover mm, news stories in all the geeky universes and all the all the things. So uh, Star Wars, Star Trek, Marvel, DC, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter. We've talked about all kinds of stuff over there. This is kind of fun because it's like keeps us, keeps us updated on a wide variety of stuff. And it's just been kind of fun to like check in on all these universes that we don't get to talk about that much. So mm-hmm. been really fun. Um, so check that out. And other than that, uh, we'll be back soon. Peace. My name is Ashley Coffin and I love Dr. Strange's multiverse of madness. It's <laughs> <laughs> a terrible sign off, but I, but I approve. Thank you for joining us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. And a special thanks to all of our subscribers at patreon.com slash mcucast. You make this show possible. And a huge shout out to both. That's right, there's two of them now. Illuminati tier patrons, Walter Kreisky III and Lieutenant Bongo. Thank you, guys. If you want to find all of our fine Stranded Panda podcasts, go to strandedpanda.com. And for a video version, check out youtube.com slash strandedpanda. And if you want to take part in our live streams, go to twitch.tv slash strandedpandatv. 